0: Welcome to the High School Football Roundup Podcast, an inside listen on high school football in Southwest Georgia, only on the Southwest Georgia Network. This is the High School Football Roundup Podcast for the week of Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. I'm your host, Walter Johnson, and in this latest installment of the High School Football Roundup Podcast, uh, I'm going to talk about the thriller in Valosta between the Valosta Wildcats and the Colquitt County Packers. Probably the best game played uh, so far this season, not just here in South Georgia or Southwest Georgia for that matter, but really the best game most likely to be played in the state so far in 2019. And also, we'll take a look at uh, the Lee County Trojans bouncing back from a tough loss, a tough loss to Peach County and winning easily over American Sumter. And the West Patriots going to three and 0 after uh, rolling past Columbus to open Region One Four A play, and also and look at the region standings and schedules. And while it may be just past the halfway point of September, it's never ever ever too early to start uh, thinking region uh, standings and schedules and. All the possible postseason scenarios. So, a lot to talk about. So, let's uh, get right to it. Obviously, starting with the thriller in Valdosta. You know, the, the thriller between the Colquitt County Packers and the Valdosta Wildcats, the 105th all time meeting between two of South Georgia's most stor- storied programs. Dating back more than a century, back to about 1913, when uh, what was what is now Colquitt County High School was known as Moultrie High School in Moultrie, Georgia, and the two teams met at uh, baseball Higher Stadium, Cleveland Field in Valdosta. And and for those people that um, didn't um, weren't that were that weren't able to watch it on NFHS Network. It requires a paid subscription to watch that, and uh, listen and follow the, or follow the game, or listen to, by some other means. Even listen to by uh, say terrestrial on radio, or uh, you know, follow some live stats or some other social media. I mean, it was an absolute classic. And uh, and Valosa in the end, Edge Colquitt County fifty to forty-nine. So the two teams combined for ninety-nine points total. And you can right to the details there, and and uh, scored on an opening, opening kickoff, I should say, about six sixes in the game. And then before uh, most of the fans could even get settled in their seats, and Velasquez, uh, are you up twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter? But from that point on, it was a back-and-forth battle. And um, as was expected in, in a game between two rivals, and, uh, and the Packers trailed 20, 21 at halftime, and that seesaw battle just continued uh, throughout the second half. And uh, Colquitt took the lead 49-42 with just over five minutes to go in regulation. And then just over a minute to go in the fourth, Tate Raker tossed a touchdown pass and decided to go for two. And, and that uh, two-point two conversion attempt was successful. And by loss lead, fifty to 50-49 with just over a minute to play in the contest. And, and the Packers actually had one last chance to win the game with a 41-yard field goal try but that the field goal try fell short, way short. Final score, the Valdosta Wildcats 50, Colquitt County Packers 49, and with the win, Valdosta remains undefeated, going to 4-0 on the season, while the Colquitt County Packers, despite the valiant effort, fell to 2-1 on the season. And uh, Tate Rodermaker, according to the Georgia High School Football Daily Newsletter, finished 17 out of 24 for 281 yards. And Rodermaker threw to William White for that um, go-ahead and eventual game-winning two-point conversion. And as mentioned uh, just a few about a minute ago, Colquitt missed a 41-yard field goal. And a goal that would have... Um, Gave the Packers the win instead. Uh, the Packers uh, walked off the walked off the field at uh, at Baysmore Higher Stadium, handing uh, uh, Justin Rogers his first loss as Colwick County's head coach. In a very very exciting game, and like I said earlier, probably the best played game in the state all season long. And this week coming up, Valdosta returns home to play Beaufort, South Carolina, while Colquitt is back home taking on Warner Robins, the Class 5A state runners-up the last uh, two years. It'll be interesting to see how this Colquitt County team responds after uh, putting up such a good fight, only to fall one point short. And uh, while uh, score, scoring 49 points wasn't enough for Colwood County to pull out the win against Valdosta, the Lee County Trojans bounced back in a big way, and actually scoring 49 points while holding America Sumter to, to a single touchdown and a 49 6 win. And Kyle Toole was a perfect 12 out of 12 passing for 142 yards and two touchdowns. And Caleb McDowell also played a big role in the victory for Lee County, returning to the kickoff 95 yards for a touchdown. So Lee County goes to 3-1 on the season. And I think uh, after uh, being pummeled by back-to-back class AAA State runner-up Peach County, up in uh, middle Georgia the week before. I think, you know, obviously, this is a wake-up call for Lee County. I mean, this is a game that the Trojans from Leesburg uh, really and truly needed to win. I mean, I mean by blowing out a team like America Sumter. I mean, this is how you respond after a tough loss, after just being taken to the woodshed, like, Lee County was taken to the woodshed against Peach County. And Lee County's back in action this week on Friday, September 20th, taking on Southwest Macon. 2-1 overall on the season. And they uh, lost the west side uh, of Macon to open the season, but have since won back-to-back games. And see I think they had a in a close game against Central in which uh, South Southwest had a close game against Central in which the Patriots uh, ultimately won 34 to 33 I believe In any case of elite Southwest Macon will be Lee County's uh, next opponent and uh, and the Trojans will try to go to four and one on the year and speaking of Patriots, uh, you got the Westover Patriots, who remained undefeated at three and zero, after rolling past uh, Columbus forty-four to fourteen final score at Hummel Stadium in Albany, and for the third time in as many games, uh, Westover uh, trailed by at least one point during the first half, and the Patriots trailed Columbus fourteen to thirteen at the half, but scored a uh, 31 unanswered points, at least 30 unanswered points. And uh, some, and some sites on the internet say it was 43-14 Westover, and uh, other media outlets reported 44-14. Yeah, but either way, it was Westover with uh, another win and going to three and overall. But more importantly, Westover starts GHSA Region One 4A play off on the right. But in going to one and zero on the season, and the Patriots have now outscored their opponents to the tune of one hundred nineteen to thirty six, and that's a, a whopping eighty three point margin. I mean, you know that's incredible. I mean, and thank you them with that uh, fast start and you know winning winning all these games and and blowout, convincing fashion. And uh, there's still a lot of work to do, work, work that the Westover Patriots have to do under second-year head coach, Alton Downs. And obviously the toughest stretch for Westover is still yet to come as the Patriots will, from Albany, will play three straight road games. And uh, starting with the other Patriots uh, representing GHSA Region 1-4A, in Northside, up in Columbus, and this Friday, Friday, September twentieth, and then on the twenty seventh, the Patriots will head down to Cairo, Georgia, to face the Cairo Serpent Makers, who uh, crushed Northside of Columbus, fifty-three to seven, a big win for the Serpent Makers, and they're back home, and then after a bye week. Westover will be back in Columbus taking on Shaw. And Shaw is already 3-0 overall. And sitting at 2-0 in GHSA. Region uh, 1-4-A. And Shaw is in sole possession of first place. And try to go more in depth on the region standings in just a moment. And Westover won't return home until... Thursday, October 17th, when they face a yet another team from Columbus in Carver, under second-year head coach Corey Joyner, who is uh, an alumnus of uh, Darty and Georgia Southern, and Corey which is Albemarle, Daugherty for several years before leaving at the beginning of the 2018 season, or last season to take the Carver job and darty uh speaking away and Darty had Damian Gary come in for one season but he left after that one season take a job at the University of Georgia or wherever as an assistant and Johnny Gilbert's now the head coach at Darty and Darty lost 20 to seven to Shaw in a Thursday night game on September 12th and uh, now we're gonna get into those region standings and some schedules. And uh, why not start in a uh, GHSA region one uh, 14A? I mean 17A, I should say. Some um, and you got Camden County and Lowndes both starting off undefeated at 4 0. And Candon got by Richmond Hill 24 to 20 last week, and Lowndes, oh, he came a little slow start to defeat East Coweta, 27-3. And next week, uh, both Cannon and Lowndes are at home. Cannon County taking on Brunswick. And Lowndes taking on Miami Northwestern from Florida. And Calgary County, as mentioned earlier, will host for, uh, Warner Robbins. And uh, looking to go to 3-1 overall under first-year head coach J- Justin Rogers. And... The Tiff County Blue Devils sent it 1-3 overall after losing to Crisp County. And, uh, and the Blue Devils have really struggled uh, uh, all season long. And all three of uh, the Blue Devils' losses came to Warner Robins and the Class 5A runners-up. And uh, as well as uh, to Valas, uh, the Valdosta, who only win so far came against Worth County Class AAA team. And their most recent loss to another Region 1 AAA team in Crisp County. And it doesn't get any easier for Tiff County this week. And up to Gwinnett County, Lilburn, Georgia, within the Metro Atlanta area, take on Parkview. And we're just four teams in Region 17A. Only three guaranteed playoff spots. I think it's a. It's very important for teams like Tiff County to win as uh, many games as they can before they get into region play. So, it's a thinking. So, a lot of tune-up games and Parkview was 1-1 overall, but didn't play last week, and and we can move on to GHSA region 16A. And obviously region 16A has uh, proven why is one of the toughest regions in the entire state. And the uh, latest Georgia high school football daily poll has uh, all five teams from region 16A occupying the top 10. And Valdosta, number one after that uh, after that win over uh Colwick County last week. Coffee coming in at number three, and the Trojans out of Douglas, Georgia crushed Terravella of Florida 56-0. And Coffee had a 42-0 lead at halftime. And Houston County, and number five team in the state. Knocked off Peach County in overtime, 32-31. And the Bears rallied from a 24 to 10 deficit to win. Eric Williams scored from one yard out to bring Houston within one point at 31 to 30. Then Max Ruby completed a two-point conversion to Jalen Mills to win the win it all in Houston County. is ranked fifth in the state, right ahead of Lee County. And Housing County is ranked for the first time since 2016. That was when uh, now University of Georgia starting quarterback Jake Fromm was uh, under center. And he was a senior. And is also Housing County's first win over our number one ranked team ever. You see, and, and that's the big irony there. And we just uh one week after uh you know knocking off Lee County the two-time defending state champions in class 6A you can see like Peach County's uh confidence was probably going soaring all through the clouds uh, up into the stars and then it seems like obviously Houston County brought them down to earth and so, as Peach County's uh turned uh to, uh, have a wake up call after that uh, after getting them after having a big win and then they end up suffering a tough loss and that's for House County. I mean, this is uh probably their best start in quite some time. And House County will face Veterans and next week next Friday in Lee in Lee County I already mentioned at number 6. After rolling past America Center 49-6 in north side of Warner Robins at number 10. Getting back to 500 at 2-2 two and two overall. After rolling past Whitewater 35-6. In Region 16 a obviously it's going to be quite the battle when that uh, region gets going. And moving on to Class 5A. And Bainbridge uh, coming in at... uh we got Bainbridge coming in undefeated at... overall. Bainbridge 4-0 overall. And one of the three undefeated teams in the league. And Thomas County Central sitting at 3-0 after defeating Cook. 26-6. And Warner Robins also sitting at 3-0. Veterans 3-1 Harris County at 2-2. And Region region 1-5A. It'll be just like Region 1 I think it'll be any, uh, anybody's uh, league to win. Any, it's going to be anybody's league to win. Region 1 5A. Bainbridge coming in at number two. And uh, down for number one after in the Georgia High School Football Daily Poll after barely escaping with a 27 26 win over Brooks County, class double A. Powerhouse, traditional class double powerhouse, and Wade Hawkins to a 23-yard touchdown pass to Deion Bowie for a 27-20 lead with just under five and a half minutes to go. And then Brooks County scored a touchdown and tried the extra point to to uh, try to force overtime, but Brooks missed that the extra point try. And Bayridge held on to win. And the Bearcats are off this week. And they'll be back at it on Friday, September 27th. Traveling to Cordill to take on Crisp County. More on the Cougars later. Got Warner Robinson at number four in the state. And going to 3-0. and After defeating Baldwin 37-14. to And of course the Packers uh I mean, the Demons, I should say, had a big game uh, down in Moultrie this week taking on the, the Colquitt County Packers. And it should be one of the best games in the state. And Thomas County Central heading to Mon- Albany to face Monroe in a Thursday night contest September 19th. And um, it'll so be in Veterans Taking on Houston County up in Middle Georgia, And uh, obviously you got good football up in that part of the state. I mean, I mean in both regions, Region One, Five A, Region One, Six A, and Five A will be uh, will be uh, amazing regions to watch in 2019. And we're gonna move on. The class, Region 1, 4A. And both, every team has played at least one game in the region. And as I mentioned earlier, Shaw leads Region 1, 4A. Sole possession of the first place, 2-0 in the region, 3-0 overall. And Westover is one of four teams tied for second place in region play at 1-0. And the Patriots are the only other team that's undefeated at 3-0. And Cairo 1-0 in the region. 2-1 overall, their only loss coming to Bainbridge. Carver of Columbus went no and 2-1 in the region. And Carver's only loss came to Harris County and Hamilton, Georgia, just north of Columbus. And Hardaway and Columbus are both 0-1 in the region. And Hardaway lost to Carver last week. First, The Hawks' first loss of the season. Columbus uh, 0-1 in the region. 1-2 overall. And Darty. Of all from right here in Albany and north side of Columbus, bringing up the rear at 0 2 in the region, 0 3 overall. And Darty uh faces off against Carver this week. And I think again, I think the real key for Westover will be that upcoming stretch of road games starting this week against the north side of Columbus and Columbus, and then going to Cairo the following week. And after the bye week, and then on October 11th, they're back in Columbus taking on Shaw. And I think if a Westover can get at least one win or maybe two out of that stretch, and uh, I seriously think that uh, Westover has a chance of uh, not only events into the playoffs for the first time since 2014, but also have a shot at a, and winning their first region championship since 2013 when uh, Octavia Jones was the head coach. And we're going to move on to region, moving on to region one, triple A, and the Crisp County Cougars, as mentioned earlier, defeated Crisp County 27-14 in Monroe, lost his second straight game after a 2-0 start Falling on the road to Perry 45-20 in Worth County was crushed at home by Early County 41-7. And Cook fell to 0-4 after losing to Thomas County Central 26-6. And despite the 500 record and the uh, Crisp County, obviously is still the team to beat in GHSA Region one AAA. And the reason why, you know, basically. Chris County's won three straight Region 1 AAA titles. And they reached the semifinals under now former head coach Shelton Felton. They reached the semifinals, were crushed by Cedar Rowe in the semifinals. They finished the 2016 season at 13 1 and fell in the second round 2017. And lost to P- Pike County in the first round last year. And bottom line is until somebody can, uh, until some, and like it or not, the road to the region championship runs through Crisp County. And the same thing with uh, Cairo, Region 1, 4A. And Cairo's won eight region titles over the last 12 years. Even won a state championship in 2008. And it seems like ancient history there. And bottom line is, until somebody can uh, knock them off. I mean, Crisp County is the team to beat in Region One AAA, at least. And uh, and uh, Monroe, and it seems it seems like they have they've had no problem being up on teams like Jordan of Columbus, as well as Terrell County, but uh, they, and they struggle to put up points. And losses to uh, Westover and Perry, and it doesn't get any easier this week. And uh, facing this uh, Thomas County Central team, is off to a three and zero start. And Worth County uh, and dropping to one and three after losing to Early County, and they'll head up to Macon Thursday night to face Rutland and Cook. And, uh, and Cook has had his uh, share of struggles. Still looking for that first win under first-year head coach Jamie Rogers, and uh, I don't think I don't think Jamie's related to Justin Rogers in any way. And I could be wrong. And uh, it doesn't again it doesn't get any easier. And uh, and see and Cook will take on Appling County in their next contest and down in Adel this Friday September 9 September 20th so it'll be interesting to see if uh, Cook can um, can finally uh, crack that win column but it won't be easy against the uh, quality Appling County team and Let's see, looking through some of these other regions and classifications and one double A. And early county as mentioned earlier. Rolled all uh, rolled all over Worth County up in Sylvester, 41 to 7. And uh, and the Bobcats are on a roll under third year head coach Joel Harvin. And uh and it'll be uh, interesting to see how this uh, Bobcats team does in the rest of the season. And Fitzgerald escaped with a with a three point win on the road over Upson Lee, and that was game was played in Thomaston, Georgia. And uh, a rough week for Berrien as well, being shut out by Class Single A Wilcox County, fifty to nothing, and Brooks County uh, losing their heartbreaker on the road to Bainbridge, 27-26. And that was one of the best games uh, in the state. And lastly, uh, the Thomasville Bulldogs finally cracked the win column after starting 0-3. And the Bulldogs uh, crushed Everglades out of Florida, 52-13. And Region 1AA in uh, I think is uh, another battle to watch as far as our regions go. Even though the actual region play doesn't start for another two or three weeks. And finally get the Class A or Single A, Class A or 1A, Class 1A or Single A. However, the, However, the listeners prefer to call it people prefer to call it. And Pelham you can start in Region one single A. And uh Pelham three and on the year in a tie in a four way tie with Mitchell County, Simil County, to Terrell County, all at two and And Pelham improved to three and with a seventy to nothing shutout win over Randolph Clay. And a game that was played uh, on Thursday, September twelfth, and Pelham led fifty six to zero at halftime. and the big highlight of that contest was Daryl starling returning a returning a pick six one hundred yards, and eight players scored touchdowns for the hornets, and it was the second most points ever scored by Pelham and that was and the most points a Pelham team has ever scored was 75 and a 55 point route over Lanier County, 75 to 20 way back in 1998. and Pelham is on back on the road against Terrell County this week. and Terrell County was off County was off this past week, the green waves off to a two and one start. and under first year head coach Jack Harris. And the Green Waves uh, had wins over Chattahoochee County 12-6. And then the most recent contest had the Green Waves knocking off Miller County 26 to 6. And Mitchell County. A thirty-six to eight. Mitchell County, a thirty-six to eight winner over Miller County. Thirty-six to eight in Quintavious Hunter. Finished 12 out of 20 passing for just over 160 yards and two scores. And they face uh, Bakerton Charter on the road uh, this week in Seminole County. Escaping with a 14-7 win over Chattahoochee County this past uh, week. And a four-way tie for the region championship. Four, four-way tie for region championship. Before we tie for the region lead in Pelham, Mitchell County, Seminole County, Terrell County, all tied for the region. One single A lead at 2-0 in the region in Pelham. 3-0 overall, Mitchell, Seminole, and Terrell sitting at 2-1. And, and then Calhoun County and Stewart. And 1-1 one and one in the region, 1-2 overall. And then four teams bringing up the rear. And 0-2, Baconton, Charter, Randolph Clay, Chattahoochee County, Miller County. And Bacon 1-2 overall. Randolph Clay 0-2. Chattahoochee and Miller 0-3. And Patola Charter is so a 0-3 as well. But the Panthers, who are based out of Edison, Georgia, are not playing a region schedule this year. And it looks like Palm's the team to beat. And also got Clinch County. Is going to Region 2, single A now. And Clinch County is uh, 3-0. Overall, Wilcox County, 3-0. Erwin County, 2-0. And Erwin County was to play Mount Perrin-Christian up in Atlanta. But that game was canceled due to, due to bad weather. All those lightning strikes in the metro Atlanta area caused the cancellation of the game. And then you got Terrifield County, Turner County sitting at 2-1 in Atkinson, Charlton, and Lanier Counties. Ran up the rear at 1-2 in region play in 2 single A. Starts uh, this week in Clinch County. Takes on Irwin County over in Oscella, Georgia. And the 3-0 Panthers taking on 2-0 Irwin And a rematch of last year's Class Single A. Public school championship game. And uh, Clinch won. You see, Irwin County won the regular season meeting, but Clinch won a uh, more important game for the state championship last year. So, and, um, and taking a look at uh, some uh, other games, been looking through some of the games of note here. And um, we can just go to the private school. Some other games of note. You got Westwood uh, taking on Trinity Christian. Up in Dublin, Georgia. And Westwood's 1-3 overall. And I already mentioned Doherty taking on Carver. And Sherwood Christian Academy taking on Patola. And in GISA action, the Deerfield Windsor Knights struggling to a 1-2 and two mark on the season. After a loss to Heritage last week, we'll face Creekside Christian Academy out of McDonough, Georgia. And Creekside comes in at 0-4 overall. Fitzgerald hosting Dodge County. I already mentioned Warner Robins going to Calgary County, Westover. Patriots from Albany going to Columbus to take on the Northside Patriots. And some some more um, games of interest before wrapping things up. Valwood Hosting Heritage and Cairo and uh, a backhead again heading to Columbus to face Hardaway. In a big uh, Region 1 4A matchup, Stewart County visiting Seminole County and Brooks County trying to bounce back from that tough loss at Brainbridge and taking on an undefeated uh, Dublin Irish team. And Miller County sending 0 3 overall, visiting Randolph Clay. And lastly, Lanier County at 1-2 overall, taking on Wilcox County and Southwest Georgia Academy. The Warriors out of Damascus, Georgia, send at 2-2 overall, traveling to Whitbury, Georgia, in the west-central part of the state to face 0-4 Flint River Academy. And that's going to do it for... This edition of the High School Football Roundup Podcast. And um, this has been your host, Walter Johnson. And have a good week and may the best and or your favorite team win as always. This has been the High School Football Roundup Podcast on the Southwest Georgia Network at southwestgeorgianetwork.com on Twitter at swga network and at anchor.fm slash swga network. Thanks for listening.